0: And Welcome to the Imagineer Podcast, your unofficial guide to Walt Disney Imagineering and community for avid Disney enthusiasts. I'm your host, Matthew Kroll, and you are listening to episode number two of the Imagineer Podcast. Or for those of you who are keeping track, perhaps you can consider this to be the first official podcast episode since episode number one was really more of an introduction. But in any case, for those of you who are keeping count, this is episode number two. And in today's episode, we're going to explore a topic that a lot of Disney fans struggle to answer. A lot have a clear understanding of their answer to this question, but many kind of go back and forth depending on the attractions that are there or depending on maybe how they feel on any given day. And that is when you compare Disneyland Park to Magic Kingdom, which one is better? And on today's episode, I am going to bring onto the show two very special guests, who one of which I've known for close to twelve years, a really big Disney fan, and that is John and Anne-Marie Kerrigliano, who run the Central Florida Sights and Sounds podcast. I will talk with them about which park is better. And then I'll come back at the end of the show and share some more information about how you can connect with the Imagineer podcast on social media and how you can even help to inspire and potentially even create the future of this show. So grab some headphones, pull up your favorite armchair, and enjoy the Imagineer podcast. So one of the topics that... A lot of Disney fans debate is, which park is better, Disneyland or Magic Kingdom? And if you ask anybody on the West Coast, I feel like they're always going to say Disneyland. If you ask anybody on the East Coast, a lot of times they'll say Magic Kingdom or Disney World. It's hard to compare Disneyland to Disney World. but. I wanted to bring up that very discussion today of which park is better, Disneyland or Magic Kingdom, and talk about specific elements of each park that is better or worse than the other. And I have two guests with me who many of you may know from the Central Florida Sights and Sounds podcast, and they are John and Anne-Marie Carigliano. So, hey, guys. Hi. Hey. 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 I am really excited to have you here, and I have known... John, I've known you for I don't even know how long. Has it been like 20, 30, 400 years? How long? (laughs) It feels like that, but I think we've known each other, I think, maybe 2007? Honestly, John, I think it was even longer than that because we knew each other. 2007 was when I worked for Disney, but we knew each other before then because that was we met each other on, I think, online somewhere. I don't even remember what. It was a really old Disney website. I don't even remember what It it is anymore.
1: What, what uh, was it? Mouse Times?
0: Yeah, it was even before Mouse Times, but we did work together on Mouse Times.
1: Did Disney Forever?
0: I don't know. It was something, but Disney being, Forever was like the very first incarnation of that website. So <laughs>
2: when the internet first started in 1995.
0: Yeah, it was. It was at least. I'll tell you this: it was at least 12 years. It's. It's been a wow. long time. Jesus. Yeah, but it's been it's been a good 12 years. So it's been a very
1: good 12 years. <laughs>
0: And, Emery, I know I've only known you for probably a few years because of John, but uh, it was we met at Cheesecake Factory at Mall at Millennia.
2: Cheesecake is delicious.
0: It is. (laughs) Small plug for the folks at Cheesecake Factory. Go get a cheesecake.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And the show goes (laughs) immediately downhill.
0: (laughs) Hey, it's a good franchise. And you can find it anywhere, just about anywhere. (laughs) So... Yeah. So obviously we're here to talk about Disneyland versus Magic Kingdom. And I know the two of you are obviously based in Florida. And so you go to Magic Kingdom a lot. But I also know that you went to Disneyland for your honeymoon. And I want to know what you remember most about that trip.
2: Well, I guess I'll, like Disneyland, the trip to Disneyland in 2015 for our honeymoon was my first and only trip. John's been a couple of times, uh, but that was my first one. Um, what I remember the most about our trip was I had this fantastic idea to visit both Cinderella Castle and Sleeping Beauty Castle in the same day, you know, in the same 24-hour period. I was like, we got to do this. If we're, this is the only time, if this is the only time I get to go out there, I want to do this. So I may have had to trick my husband about the time that we had to leave (laughs) because our flight was around noon. So getting to the airport two hours before, plus a trip to Magic Kingdom before, and we weren't taking our car to the airport, I was like, well, we have to leave by 6.30 to get there, take our photo, and leave. (laughs) Because since we were both cast members at the time, we were able to enter the park technically before it was open. (laughs) (laughs) So we ended up leaving the house about 645 and he was like, he was laughing. He was like, we're already late. I was like, I wasn't planning on leaving till about 650 anyway. So we're good. (laughs)
1: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: So we got into Cinderella castle. We did the the photo really quickly in front. And if you look at our photo, you can see some trucks in the background <laughs> like that are on in front of the, like the hub
0: area. It counts.
2: It's totally counting. And then we took the, took the plane flew over and got to Disneyland about six thirty mm. at night. It was dark cause it was December, but uh, we got our picture in front of sleeping beauty castle on the same day. So it was, it was pretty amazing.
0: I can't say I've done that, but kudos to both of you for doing that. <laughs> That's awesome, John. I know you said uh, Amory obviously said you went there before, and I think I remember that too. What was when when did you first go to Disneyland?
1: Uh, the first okay, so basically the the first time I went to Disneyland, uh, actually this past February it would be uh, ten years ago. February of two thousand seven was my uh, very first time out there, and it was some like. The most incredible experience ever, because before that, my only experience uh, experiencing Disneyland was through the computer, through message boards and just kind of looking at photos. And to actually be there with my own two eyes to see everything was it's one of those pinch me moments like this is actually happening, like I'm actually here. And to know this is the park that Walt Disney started everything with, and to see Sleeping Beauty Castle, it's that sense of wonderment, that just incredible feeling of I'm here, and um, just the atmosphere is what I remember the most. It's just I, I always tell people Disneyland's like a nice warm hug. It's just it's it, it's almost like DVC to the extreme it's like a real big welcome home for disney fans
0: that i completely agree with and like i think (laughs) like you i did not go to disneyland as a kid but i always wanted to go to disneyland and i grew up watching also the the sing-along for uh for disney which which took place in the 80s yep, yep yep and that took place in disneyland and i was like what is that weird mountain in Magic Kingdom. I don't know what that is. And, of course, I was—I don't even know how old I was. It was I was young. I was like, obviously, you know, I was watching it when I was 14. No, I was, I was like six, seven years old. And I did not understand. And I'm like Star Tours. I didn't really know what Star Tours was either when I was six. But I, I did not recognize it. And then, obviously, when I got older, I was like, oh, this is actually a different park than where I have gone as a kid. Um, and I first went in... The summer of 2001, I went out with my family for a family vacation, for a family affair that we had through some uh, with some relatives out in the Los Angeles area. And of course, because my parents knew that my sister and I were both Disney fans, they took us to Disneyland. And so because of the year I went, I got to ride Rocket Rods, which was...
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. Talk about timing. Of all the times to go to Disneyland, I got to ride Rocket Rods, which was a lot of fun i still that's probably to me surprisingly one of the most memorable parts of my disneyland trip because it was so unique and i was like this is not the tta this is a lot faster than the (laughs) tta this is like
2: (laughs) but did it break down
0: no it didn't it did not break down not while i was there i must have been incredibly lucky but it was literally so yeah it, it was a really interesting trip and I still remember vividly the queue. I mean, you entered where uh, Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters is now is pretty yep. much where you entered and had the sign. And then you walked through the queue there, and then the queue kind of goes down a little bit down these ramps. And then it goes underneath the walkway of Tomorrowland and then up through the, uh, the, the tower there uh, up to, yeah. the, to the load area. So it was um, that was really interesting. I'm like, how did we get up here? <laughs> uh, yeah. But it was and a and fun th- ride.
1: It's actually kind of interesting. I know you were mentioning the queue. The queue area was the actual uh, was the old sul- uh, Circle Rama theater. So the old yeah. 360 that they used to have back in the day. That's right. But so um, wow, that's ah uh, I'm actually kind of jealous that you got to experience. I know it's it's such a, it's it was such a short lived attraction, and you know they went through tires galore on that on that ride. But. Um, for
0: for the people that I've talked to that have had the chance to ride
1: it, they had a really enjoyable experience
0: on it. It was a lot of fun. I, I, I remember that ride a lot. I do remember the other attractions there, too, but I have to say that <laughs> I, went, I went back again later. I think the next trip I took was in 2006 to Disneyland mm-hmm. in the summer of 2006. And that trip, I remember more of Indiana Jones Adventure. I remember riding the Space Mountain in 2006. I remember riding uh, Pinocchio's Daring Journey and all, all the other attractions that I feel like I had more knowledge about Magic Kingdom at that point and the differences. And I paid a lot more attention to what mm-hmm. those differences were. So, and speaking of differences, do you guys have a favorite a, attraction at Magic Kingdom? And is it the same at Disneyland or is it different at Disneyland?
2: Ooh, would
0: you like to... Or I'll give you two if, well, you yeah, might, if it was
2: My, a tie. my favorite... <laughs> My favorite attraction at Magic Kingdom is Haunted Mansion. And I can't really say if that's my favorite at Disneyland because hmm. when we went, it was Haunted Mansion holiday. So I haven't experienced their regular Haunted Mansion um, just because it was obviously themed for Halloween slash Christmas. Um, Makes sense. But, like, <laughs> so, you know, it's like I wish they did it here so then I could really compare but whatever um so that like yeah magic kingdom attractions haunted mansion disneyland there was a couple that i really enjoyed kids like you know the the difference out there of it of them having more seasonal theming and different you know they throw different overlays on things as opposed to what they do here like the only time i experienced space mountain out there it was hyperspace mountain And so, like, you know, that was just phenomenal. It was the only time I've ever jaw-dropped a ride. Like, when we got off of it, we, like, looked at each other, and, like, our jaws were like, what just happened? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was so amazing. But, like, the Indiana Jones ride was so awesome, too. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you go on Dinosaur, and you're like, oh, sad. (laughs)
0: I feel like the imagineers that even design dinosaur feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> and Maybe. then
2: like like over at California Adventure, like California Screaming was so much fun. Like that's like the one and only time I think I've ever actually screamed on a roller coaster. You know, like I don't usually get very vocal about roller coasters. Like I'll get like, oh my god. But like this, I would actually was like vocally screaming. Like if you listen to our podcast from that, like you will hear me screaming when we do the like the the big dives like and i think that's the only time i've ever actually done that
0: it's a fun ride it is it is fun fact it is my mom's favorite roller coaster california screaming mm. it is a good one not in disneyland park but still it's obviously in disneyland
2: yeah <laughs> in the it, disneyland resort <laughs>
0: disneyland resort john do you have a favorite from either park is it the same um, is it different
1: my favorite at magic kingdom um my favorite, okay, like, I don't have a favorite favorite. I have favorites for different reasons. I love our Space Mountain because it's the the original Space Mountain that
0: opened up in 75. And it's uh, a good chiropractor. And it's a great chiropractor
1: if you ever want your back straight.
0: We're not giving medical advice on this show. <laughs> Space Mountain will not fix your back.
1: <laughs> it does quite the opposite.
0: <laughs> but it works for you, so I'm happy to hear that. <laughs>
1: Um, I love the TTA. The, the the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover is a great way to just relax and get off your feet and take a nice aerial tour of Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, or you do the like, you do the finger. Uh, the,
1: you do the oh, for, I for the I want to go again. Let's do the second <laughs> round.
2: Little...
1: Let's do it again. Uh, um,
0: and that's the
2: only ride you can literally do that on. Like, that's it.
0: Mm. Like, I, you mean you see. can't do that on space mountain send, like, me send, am- me <laughs> send me again send me again me keep me on here um <laughs> oh
1: god i love um hmm. I don't, there's not a lot of attractions that really uh, like magic Kingdom that really like i gotta do you know um you love Stitch's great skin. Oh, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it you.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> Stitch is awesome. I will say that. Stitch is awesome. Attraction not so much. <laughs> it's um, not deserving think... of Stitch.
1: Yes, exactly. Um <laughs> uh, I love Big Thunder our, our Big Thunder Mountain is uh, is fantastic. Not not as good as Disneyland because they've ad- since added some really awesome uh yeah, I was effects. ask that during the third lift hill, which I was, we were really hoping they were going to do this when last year, when Big Thunder Mountain was down, and uh, apparently it was in the plans, and then they basically cut it at the last second. Um, so those are some of my favorites. My, okay, my list at Disneyland's a little bit longer. Um,
0: keep it down. Reasons. Keep it down to like three. Let's say okay. if you can, if you can narrow it to three, how okay. about that?
1: <laughs> uh, Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland a uh, fantastic uh, great attraction it's not the footnoted version that we ha- have here in Florida mm-hmm. um, the Indiana Jones uh, and the Legend of the Forbidden Eye and this is going to be a really weird one but I know a lot of people don't didn't like it I thought it was the coolest thing ever when during my first trip back in 07 when it was the Rockin' Both Parks promotion and you had the red hot chili peppers on both Space Mountain and California Screaming, Rockin' Space Mountain was absolutely fantastic, and I really, really enjoyed. it. I was kind of singing along as uh, as we were going on the ride.
2: But better or worse than hyperspace mountain?
1: Worse, uh, worse than hyperspace. So hyperspace was better. Hyperspace was better. I but mean, I, comparing
0: I, Star Tours to Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, exactly. I, no, no, no. They're different completely, obviously. <laughs> but when you're talking about the Disney universe, Star Wars versus Red Hot Chili Peppers.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, th- th- that's my list there.
0: That's cool. It's, I, 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 I struggle figuring out what my favorites at each park are as well. But one thing you did say, John, I completely agree with. The Tomorrowland Transit Authority is one of my favorite attractions at Magic Kingdom. Uh,
1: I, and I think it's, like, it's such an underrated attraction because people always pass by it. I'm like, go on there. I'm like, people at Disneyland can enjoy this. It's true. You know? Yeah.
0: They used think, to at some I point.
1: Understand. I think the, it's,
2: it's, like, kind of the, like, locals hidden gem or, like, you know, like, pass holders and cast members. Like, we know about it. And, I mean, like, tourists don't – I don't think they get it. I just – I don't think they get it of what it is. Like, because, I mean, when I used to work at Magic Kingdom, people were like, where does this go? It doesn't go anywhere. (laughs) It just goes around.
1: (laughs) Brings you back to the same location. They
2: they thought it was like...
1: Transportation? They they thought
2: it was transportation like the steam train.
1: Or the
0: monorail or Or something. Or the
2: monorail, yeah. Like, a lot of them didn't get that it just went around Space Mountain. It was an attraction. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: You
0: know. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people don't know. It's uh, a... it, I, I love it, though. It's, it's, for all the reasons Sean said, it's, it's, a, it's a relaxing ride. It, it's one of the attract very few attractions, if the only now, that you can re-ride, for, in most cases, unless it's really crowded. Yes. And there are, th- there are three attractions, and this is, this is going back to my cast member days. There were three attractions that I always tried to time, not always, occasionally tried to time to actually ride them while Wishes was going on. One of them was the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. The other one, and this is the worst idea, by the way, Astro Orbiter.
1: (laughs) I I have done that. I did Astro Orbiter when Wishes was going on. Oh, my God. That was
0: not the best. No, because you're constantly trying to look towards the castle, so you're constantly tilting your head back and forth and back and forth. You're like, (sighs) I can't see it constantly. Or you just – you see fireworks every uh, every few seconds going around and around and around. And the third one is Thunder Mountain.
1: I used to time Big Thunder Mountain doing yeah. wishes, and that that one was a lot of fun because you're kind of you're right a there. little bit closer. You're yeah, you're right there.
0: Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was my third one. That one is harder <laughs> to time though, depending on how long the line is at that time of yes. day. It's usually quieter, yes. but it's it's definitely harder to to get that one right. I did it mm-hmm. once in the rain too, which was I think it was in the middle of the summer in the rain while wishes was going on, which was a very weird experience. <laughs>
1: Absolutely,
0: but, yeah. But okay, I mean, it sounds like we have some differences between uh, favorites in Disney World, Disneyland. For me, in Disneyland, I am always tossed between two favorites, and that is Space Mountain, and mm-hmm. I'm talking the, not the original, but the the now original, the Michael Giacchino version, and. Which it, they they've now brought back from yes, the
1: hyperspace,
0: which I am very ended. happy about because I really I, I miss that. One. I know
1: a lot of people were very happy about.
0: That. Yeah, hyperspace so hyperspace bound is great, but I, I miss the the Michael Giacchino the the what it was designed to be uh, in in, uh, the, in the, the in the refurbishment, the two thousand five reopening. That's right. It was it was amazing. Oh and, God, yeah. And that was that was. That was technically the version that I rode first because I did not ride Space Mountain. I don't remember why in 2001, but I did ride it in 2006, and so it was brand new at that point. And it was amazing. That was by one of the, the way, few rides I felt like I was five years old again riding it.
1: By the way, uh, to you and your listeners that are listening to this, if you happen to get your hands on the Michael uh, – I can't always pronounce his last Giacino. name. but Giacino, uh The 2005 um, – music soundtrack if you start the soundtrack just uh if you started on the one the on the space mountain here in florida so if you have a iphone just load it up with some headphones just as you're cresting over the top hill start it, and it actually sinks all the way down and i remember i loved that soundtrack so much that i would do that here and it made that ride so enjoyable and it was the
0: best I am now reminiscing 2007, you showed that to me, and we wrote it together, and yes. I had my iPod Nano in, I had the right. soundtrack plugged in, I played it at that exact moment, and you're right, it times out perfectly. Now oh, they like, have their yes. own quote-unquote soundtrack for Space Mountain the Magic Kingdom. They have, ba- well, he- they have background music.
2: He yeah. did do that with me once. He he like put headphones and he's like listen to this. I didn't realize who he, I didn't real. I kind of when you said the name, I thought it was. But the guy you're talking about, he is a guy who he's done. Um, he did the music for Lost. Mm-hmm. He did the music what, for Toy Story.
0: That was Randy Newman. No, Randy Newman. No, he, really he, he
2: did one of the, the Pixar Incredibles. Movies. Incredibles, he, yeah. yeah. Which he is the one uh, that sounds
0: most like Space Mountain? Yeah. Yeah. He did the music for Doctor Strange.
2: Yeah. And Doctor Strange. And he's, I think he's, he works with J.J. J. Abrams a lot. So it was actually like when, I remember when Force Awakens was announced, I was like, I wonder if he's going to bring John Williams or he's going to go with his guy.
1: <laughs> he's done a lot, a lot of music for a lot of uh, Walt Disney attractions. So you, you kind of hear his work around.
2: Well, I mean, I, I like, I was first introduced to him when I watched Lost. Like that was that was I mean he did the music for his that show like every episode. Yeah, so. I didn't realize it was the same person <laughs> you were talking about.
0: No, that's the same person. Yeah, it was it was cool that he he did a uh, he did space Mountain, and it came out very well. Obviously, so that was oh uh, it, yeah yeah <laughs> amazing was, very well it was
1: in, pra- it, it was praised very well when it came out.
0: Yes, exactly. So I I think we already kind of talked about some of these, but I I, I feel like there's. There there are a lot of attractions that are the same, obviously, at Disneyland and Magic Kingdom, and it's debatable about which ones are better. I think there's one that's clear, probably, and I think most of the fans would agree, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Disneyland.
2: I, I should have said Magic Kingdom just to
0: throw you off. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, Kingdom, so much I
2: don't think I've been on our Pirates since we got back from Disneyland.
0: Really? No, I don't think like
2: so I don't think I have been on it just because it, it's been ruined. It, it's, <laughs> which is ironic because we met in front of Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> 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 and, and
1: and most listeners don't understand. But like when you when if you've only ever been to the Florida version and then all of a sudden you go on the um to the California version, it's it's like experiencing a lot of like deleted scenes that aren't there. Because obviously the Florida version was supposed to have the Western River Expedition that Mark Davis was very upset that got cut. And if you're wondering why ours is the way it is, is because when Magic Kingdom opened uh, back in 71, guests were always asking, well, where's the Pirates ride? And they were thinking because Florida is so close to the Caribbean – you know people are not going to be so uh, inclined to be interested in pirates and stuff like that. So that's where the Western River Expedition, and it got really close. They were There's maquettes and models of that, and, and certain aspects and thematics of that attraction can be seen at Tokyo Disneyland, at Disneyland Paris with Thunder Mesa. Um, and, you know, we're just left with this just awesome, like, you know, what could have been.
0: Yeah, it is, and I, I agree. The first time I wrote Disneyland, I'm like, "This is Pirates of the Caribbean." That's that's. I like don't. We have this life without sea. trying chocolate. It's 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 the. It, you do feel a little gypped in in Magic Kingdom. Yes,
1: you do. You do.
0: But it there is, is not
2: th- something you know until you you've been to Disneyland. Like if you're if you come to Florida all the time and oh yeah, Pirates is great. And then you go out there and you're like oh, well,
0: <laughs> Pirates well, is good. Fantastic.
1: Well, I, I used to oh, I used to always say. Their ride is better. Our queue is better. So I it's was like just if you say that too, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, if you, you, you could just kind of like mash it together, it would be absolutely the best ride ever.
0: I have not personally done this, but I do hear that the Shanghai version is the best Pirates of the Caribbean. Not that we're I have. Right. S- I I've yeah, seen yeah, video, and I, I totally agree, agree. Yeah, I I've also seen video. I don't feel like it can capture probably what the experience is actually like hearing the reactions from it. But it it sounds amazing so yes i'll have to i'll have to save up my whole life savings to go to shanghai to try it out but (laughs) get your passport ready yeah if any listener has tried the shanghai version and the disneyland version and the magic kingdom version tell us if that is true or not if the shanghai version is the best one i i don't think obviously we're going to compare it to disneyland paris or uh or any of the others
2: yeah i was gonna say is there one in hong kong or tokyo or paris
0: Tokyo,
1: uh, Tokyo has one with the the same because Tokyo Disneyland has uh, also New Orleans Square, and they have the same facade. Okay. Um, but Hong Kong doesn't ha- does not have one. Hong Kong is the only one that doesn't have one. So
2: Paris has one too.
1: Paris has one, and they were noted because um, they actually, and I think you might know this, Matt. They actually have pirates that actually uh, sword duel. On
0: yes, the that's right. That's right. They do. Yeah.
1: So they have yeah. like actors in there. No, no, there's animatronics that actually oh, sword animatronics. Fight. Oh, like, okay. like, it's not like fake, they pay someone to be there all day. It,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, they do it. Kong, there's scare actors in the Kong ride at Universal. It's actually how we
1: get all
0: the kids, in uh, it's a small world. What's Universal? they all the lost kids. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs>
2: <laughs> the other part Kong.
0: <laughs> we don't have a Kong. Well, this Kong. one's a little harder Haunted Mansion. Do. Which Haunted Mansion do you like better? Mm. This one's the hardest. There's I mean, there's only there's slight differences, obviously, with the with these two versions. So are we're we,
1: are, we are we just counting the regular versions just, and not Haunted Mansion? Haunted Mansion yeah, if Holiday? You, if
0: you throw in Haunted Mansion Holiday, it it, it <laughs> totally it blows everything away. So oh, let's let's leave that aside. I think we all can agree Haunted Mansion Holiday is the best version of the Haunted Mansion. But just looking at the everyday versions of the Haunted Mansion, Disneyland versus Magic Kingdom. Well, I know you haven't
1: seen the regular Haunted Mansion, so
0: I will just take I this will one. defer to you. I will defer to me.
1: <laughs> I am actually going to say Magic Kingdom has the better Haunted Mansion. Um, yeah, we don't have the elevator or anything like that. I'm totally okay with that um, because there's a lot of scenes that you are missing – um, before you get to the endless hallway, because that's exactly where it starts. It starts right at the endless hallway, and to have the was it Essie Sketcher? Yes. Um, room of staircases that are going every which way with the ghostly footsteps. I stood on those staircases. Did you really? Yes, I did. Oh, I know.
2: <laughs> I did the backstage tour twice.
0: <laughs> oh, I've always wanted to do that
1: one. So
2: I, I stood on the, I stood on the uh, staircase.
1: She got to actually stand in the ballroom. I danced in the ballroom.
0: Wow. That is cool. <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. very cool. Um,
1: no, but I'm going to say the, uh, uh, the Magic Kingdom one. Um, I, I think after if – if this was before 2007, I would have said Disneyland. After the a very extensive refurbishment, I think you remember this. Um, they did a lot of interior and exterior work. Yeah, um, they did because I guess the exterior facade was riddled with termites, um, was just incredibly done. And the fact that – because you, re- I think you remember how the audio sounded in the Doom buggies. It was so broken up and yeah. the audio was absolutely absolutely horrible. And then they finally switched it over to digital, which I don't know why they were waiting so long to do that. But um, the way Paul Freese's uh, ghost host voice – one in the stretching room kind of like floats around the room, and then he does the same thing with the, the three speakers that are in your new buggy. He'll kind of like float around into each one of the speakers, and it's such a subtle thing that you don't notice, but it's done so well.
0: I actually was going to say Disneyland as my favorite. It's, I, I see what you're saying, and I agree that certain elements of the Magic Kingdoms version are better the The staircase is definitely one of them. For me, I actually like walking through the the hallway to the to the load area in Disneyland. I do like the elevator. I agree it's not a it's not a selling point. You know, we don't need to have that in our mansion for the actually to function an elevator. We know that there are plenty of. uh, I mean, the Living Seas had a quote unquote elevator too, that obviously didn't really function. As a kid, I totally thought I was going underwater though. (laughs) <laughs> the yes, only thing the only other selling point I had for Disneyland was I actually like the exterior facade for Disneyland's better. See, and, I
2: was like I haven't I haven't been on it, but I would I would say like I probably like our attraction better, but I like their facade better.
0: Yeah. Yes. It, it creeps me out more than than the Magic Kingdom version. And I don't know, and maybe I, I'm just creeped out by New Orleans or something, but it it actually when I approach it, I get more of a sense of doom than for some reason approaching the Magic Kingdom ones.
2: I think I think because honestly, the one at Magic Kingdom, it's I mean it's obviously very forced perspective, like it's very obviously forced perspective. Yeah. The one in Disneyland is a little more built to scale, so it's a little more imposing. That's true. You know. That's true. Yeah. You know, like because you're like you know the one you're you're looking at the one at Magic Kingdom like you it's like okay. Yeah, it's supposed to look like an old Victorian house, but I can tell those windows are like two feet tall. You know, <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> no one you can know. Fit in and, but, there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the one at uh, the one in California, it's built like an actual building. So when you walk in, it's like a full size room. You know, so it it's is. like, I, like I think that's probably why, like it feels like that, and maybe it's because I've lived in the South for almost twenty years. Like I like that. I just like that architecture better like the mansion style architecture for a Southern mansion, as opposed to like a Northeast, a new England Gothic Gothic exterior.
0: Yeah. And I, I, John and I are from New York and John said the, the New York Hudson river Valley version of haunted mansion and magic kingdom. So (laughs) I, I both are, both are great. That one's really hard, but I have a harder one. Uh, At least I think it, it may be, it may or may not be a more challenging question, but Splash Mountain. Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. I am in a complete agreement. I also think Magic Kingdoms. So maybe that wasn't as hard as I thought it would be.
2: <laughs> when okay, so when we went on Splash Mountain, we like we went to Disneyland in December. So it was not freezing but it was chilly yeah so we were just like we waited until the very end of one night it was like so there was no line like we walked right on and we went on there and i was like we were going through it and i'm like what is happening like it was a hot mess like it like the storyline didn't really Gel, it didn't really make any sense, and I was like, what? I have no idea what just happened here.
1: <laughs> it wasn't coherent at all. It, it, you you're going in in your head with the Magic Kingdom version of Splash Mountain, and nothing's lining up at all. There there are scenes that are like it feels like they're just um, edited and like a very mismatched. bad
2: like a very bad copy paste job or something like or oh, cut yeah. and paste job. Oh yeah. Like. The only thing I will say I liked about theirs better, as I liked the log a little better, because it was a little more fun with the single, as opposed to the double.
1: Mhm. Yeah.
2: Like, and because, like I said, we went on it the very end of the day. There was nobody else on our thing, so we had to like be positioned in it so we didn't
1: flip over during the drop. Not, not. Uh...
2: Like they had to like weight balance it.
1: Yeah, we. Passed. Because Thank like
2: it, it seats what five.
1: Is it five or four? Yes, I believe five. Yeah, so
2: we had to sit in the middle to like balance it, and I made a ridiculous face in the picture, of course, because that's That's what what you do. do. But I will say, I will say one thing about their Splash Mountain that made the trip for me, because when we went and got our photo from the, you know, we bought the photo pass and we were getting our photo from the ride, they were the only place that had the just married buttons.
0: Oh well, that's a plus
2: yeah so like that's <laughs> so I do have a nice little place in my heart for Splash Mountain out there because they because I wanted those just married buttons so badly because we don't have them here anymore, really like they're hard to find at Walt Disney World, and I knew they had them out in California and when we went to guest relations, they didn't have them, and I was like, I was devastated and then the the cast member at the the photo thing she was just like she's like oh i was like yeah we're on our honeymoon and she's like oh where are your just married buttons and i was like they didn't have them i'm so upset about it and then she was just like we have them and i'm like oh
0: magical moment magical moments <laughs>
1: wow
0: i'm glad that they were able to give a magical moment for you at splash mountain yeah. that's cool yeah so
2: <laughs> that's the one plus for splash mountain is two years ago they had just
0: married buttons. <laughs> it, it's so interesting as you say a bad copy and paste job because the Disneyland version came out first. That was the first I know. Yeah. built. So it's it's weird. It's uh...
1: they probably learned their their mistakes and made ours a little bit better.
0: Yeah, I, I think actually to also be fair, Disneyland obviously does not have quite the same amount of space. Although they typically do a very good job with the space that they have uh, as compared yeah. to Magic yeah. Kingdom. But um, they obviously had more room for uh, Pirates of the Caribbean in Disneyland than they do in uh the Magic Kingdom or at least what they built. But they did build. I think they have more space in Magic Kingdom, but they only built so much for Pirates of the Caribbean uh, in Florida. So, but uh, the yeah, the only thing that I I agree completely. I think the the Magic Kingdom version of Splash Mountain is better for all the reasons you mentioned. The storyline is more coherent. It just the two by two, I, I, yeah the the single the single row is fun because it almost makes it a little bit more. Especially if you're in the front, you're truly. You feel like you're the only one, except for the boat in front of you and the screams you hear behind you. But you feel a little bit more of a uh, that personal, I guess, experience of Splash Mountain. I'm I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but the I will say that the I think the Disneyland version is. I mean, it's a very part of the reason that the story is not as coherent too is I feel like it moves quicker than the Magic Kingdom one. I just always felt like when I rode, and I, there may not it may not be true. I haven't actually clocked the speed on Disneyland when it's just. Going through the uh, just the regular river portion of it, but I've always felt that especially in the interior portions that the Disneyland version moves faster than the Magic Kingdom version so it just it goes through the turns a lot quicker and it, it, it I, I also feel like you can't see a lot around the next turn so I remember the first um, the first time that the Laughing Place drop came on Disneyland I was expecting the Magic Kingdoms version and seeing this big ominous black uh, nothing in front of me and knowing that, that that's got to be a drop. But the Disneyland version, it just kind of slips out of nowhere. <laughs> and all of a sudden you go down this drop into, uh, into the Laughing Place drop. So I don't know. I will leave it at that. I, I think I agree, though. Magic Kingdom is better. I'm just trying to, to root for Disneyland a little bit here. <laughs> uh, this one is the other one that I think I, I've heard and I've asked many, many people. It goes both ways. Original version... Of Space Mountain. Magic Kingdom in its current form against the 2005 Disneyland version of Space Mountain.
2: It's all you, babe. Ooh. Ooh.
0: So, so we're not doing the stereophonic version. We're doing the original. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the current version of the Magic Kingdom Space Mountain against the current version of the Disneyland Space Mountain. Taking out any overlays that they've done. But we will obviously say that Hyperspace Mountain is awesome.
1: Yes. Um so cool <laughs> <laughs> i i really okay i probably gonna get a lot of hate mail for this i'm still probably gonna say uh magic kingdoms space mountain is still a little bit better i, li- I like the seating you know i like the matterhorn style bobsled type trains um because nothing's better than sitting in the very last row on the second train and you you feel those g's as I guess uh not a lot of G's, but you feel a lot of uh you're literally going inertia. like thirty miles Okay. <laughs> but you get a lot of inertia you get a lot of inertia going over those uh the, the two big drops.
0: Especially the back, you get you get you're out of your seat, the some yes. of those drops. Oh
1: yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Um and I think with the inclusion of the music that you can sort of hear. The background music. Background music. Um I mean uh eh, it's okay. Uh, it's um, I like the music at at Disneyland Space Mountain a little bit more. Um, now if there was a way to just bring that music over here, that'd be perfect. But uh, ex- solely experience wise, I'll I definitely have to go to
0: Magic Kingdoms. Interesting. It, that's you know, and I don't think you're gonna get a lot of hate mail because I've heard people say the same thing, and a lot of it has to do with the actual ride if you take the coaster element by itself Space Mountain in Magic Kingdom seems to be a better coaster. It's got more to it. There's more turns, there's more drops. There's two tracks. There's two tracks. That's true. So there physically is a lot more of it and there is a so Disneyland. Hilarious. But uh, and if you really if you analyze the Disneyland version it's a bunch of right turns with a few lefts thrown in and one drop.
1: Yeah, it's it's actually funny. But before we we started recording this, we were actually watching the the Rock and Space Mountain, and the one thing with that is they had a lot of indoor lighting, and you can kind of see the track ahead. Yep. And yeah, you're absolutely right. You see, it just it's a it it's like a big loop of, you know, it. I would equate it to like it's like watching a NASCAR run. It's just a whole <laughs> bunch of like right right hand turns. Okay, it is. But, it's a whole bunch of okay. rights.
2: Here's my question, then. Do you think that's the reason why Disneyland has so many overlays on Space Mountain and all these special things that go on with their Space Mountain? Because theoretically, it's a boring coaster.
0: I don't think it's a boring no. coaster. No,
1: it's not a boring coaster. I, I enjoy I enjoy Disneyland Space Mountain. Um, the reason why they have so many overlays, why... Actually, why a lot of attractions over there do get overlays is because of the fact that you're dealing with a more local audience than uh, here where you're dealing with a lot of outsiders that have never been to uh, Magic Kingdom. So um, you'll see, obviously, it's a small world holiday when Country Bear was around. You had the Country Bear Vacation Hoedown or uh, Country Bear uh, Christmas Special. And also same thing with Haunted Mansion Holiday.
2: Well, yeah, I get that. But I'm just saying like specifically Space Mountain because it's like you said, like a bunch of right turns. Is that why they, they target Space Mountain to do the overlays? Because it's like, oh, if it's just this same coaster that's going over and over again for people who live there, is that why they throw all this other stuff on it?
1: I I feel – and I remember – and I think you remember this, Matt. The first test for an overlay was Ghost Galaxy, which was done for Halloween, and that was their test. And I remember um, just because the track layout is the same, if you change a lot of the elements inside, it can seem like a whole brand-new experience. Like I've done Disneyland's Space Mountain Several times normal, but when like when we did it hyper Space Mountain, that felt like a brand new experience and nothing had changed. So just if you change just a couple of elements, it can be a brand new experience for people.
0: Yeah, I think it's a combination of the two, what, what you're both saying, because I I agree, Amory, it's it seems like Space Mountain does get a lot of overlays.
2: <laughs> like I mean, seriously. Like, like he was talking about this rock and roll one, hyperspace mountain, ghost galaxy happens every year. <laughs> like, you know, it's like it. It seems to be targeted a lot because, like, if people are, you know, you're a pass holder over there. Theoretically, you go to Disneyland, you know, once a month. Are you gonna want to ride literally a coaster that goes right a bunch of times? You know, and I mean, you know, I don't know, but maybe. Maybe that's why that's one of the rides that gets targeted to do all these special things to keep it fresh. And like yeah. he said, to make people want to still go to it, even though it's not the most thrilling thing that they have there because it's – I mean the way you're making it
0: sound, sound pretty boring. As my father said, you got to keep the, the audience wanting to come back. Well, let's I mean let's admit that if the coaster were by itself, I think Magic Kingdom would win. If it were yes. just an outdoor roller coaster, Magic Kingdom would win. But yes. I also have to say that I will I will – oppose john on, on this on this particular thought that the disneyland version as a whole i think is better i i love the special effects i love the music i love even the queue i love the queue yeah. of magic kingdoms too but i something like about the better that yeah this. entering that load area the first time i turned that corner and saw that whole mm. area i was like this is awesome this is really cool uh it it just i don't know it's it's something about it It, it's uh a really cool ride uh i have a love that space mountain
1: i'm still hoping one of these days i'll go out to disneyland and do the ghost galaxy just just because not only the ride but the projections that they do on space mountain uh one of them looks like almost like a tron-esque uh (laughs) skim and it looks absolutely amazing
0: it's very cool. I actually rode it for the first time this past fall, the Ghost Galaxy version, because, you know, it's obviously there for a very limited window, and I don't go to Disneyland often, but I Lucky. did get to ride it. Uh, well, I, I will give you some advice that I did not even consider, but I sat in the front row, and I missed a lot of the projections. So really? I did. Even the ones that I thought would be kind of, like, popping out at me because I'm in the front, I missed it just seems to be timed more for the middle of the car. So I would sit in the middle or the back. And if anyone's, okay. if anyone's gone on this like 10, 100 times, I don't know, let us know if there's a better seat to <laughs> sit there because I've only done it once. But I do know the front row is not the place to sit, actually, for Ghost Galaxy. Interesting to know. So when you do go, don't choose the front. Choose maybe the back or the middle or somewhere else. I don't know. That's somewhere other and, than that. And let the cast members know Matt Cruel sent you. <laughs> Yeah. Matt Krull said sit in the middle or the back, not the front. Uh, I don't know. It's it's it, it Who who's this Matt Pilson? <laughs> <laughs> no, the castman they... will
2: just be like, Whatever, just go. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, let's go ahead.
0: We'll see you in the middle then. <laughs> um, changing things a little bit, I, I there there are two attractions I know we're not gonna hit and because they don't really have a comparison at the other park. Um, but I do wanna say Indiana Jones Adventure and the Matterhorn bobsleds are, of course, unique experiences at Disneyland. We can't really compare it to Magic Kingdom, but what do you guys think of them? I think it's pretty – they think they're both awesome. but
2: When we went on Indiana Jones, I was kind of floored at how just well done it was. Like it was – and then he he had told me several times like it's basic – it's the same ride track as Dinosaur. It's the exact same thing. So I kind of went in with that in mind, and then I was like – no, this is way better than Dinosaur. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> it's Indiana Jones.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's Indiana Jones. And, you know, but it's just like, it's just it, I, like the whole queue is phenomenal. The ride itself is awesome. You know, it's just, it was great. And I think it's funny you mentioned the Matterhorn too, because it's like there's another connection to Animal Kingdom there because they actually have a working Yeti.
0: Oh, <laughs> Snap! Well, let's hope that with uh the uh, Pandora World of Avatar open, that uh, all of the Disney fans' dreams will come true, and they will give Everest the refurb it deserves.
1: I, I need a I need a neck brace for that whiplash. <laughs> Holy moly!
0: We're talking Matterhorn. No, with with, with the Yeti, the, um, the Yeti that's looking. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I sometimes need a, I get whiplash from Matterhorn bombslides. It's yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, well, it's like... Oh, yeah.
2: Well, those had, like... I mean, that had the, the effect of Our Space Mountain with the chiropractic.
0: Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a rough ride. It really is. And they actually... They, I mean, the interesting thing about that one, though, is that the experiences actually are different. Like, obviously, Magic Kingdom, it's kind of a mirror image of one over the other with a this very slight difference. But mm-hmm. the... A very negligible difference. But Matterhorn... Fantasyland side versus Tomorrowland side is actually different. Like, they're different tracks, and they do different things.
2: And we did both, right? We did do both. I think we did. I think so.
0: The Fantasyland side yeah, has a longer intro, technically. It's, once you get to the top, it's kind of like you're in the dark for longer because it goes around the mountain inside, whereas the Tomorrowland side just kind of turns you right into, Boop. yeah, right to the outside to where, uh, to where yeah. the Eddy is. So, yeah. And the new animatronic, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it looks really good.
2: Yeah, that was the new one. I think was there when we were
1: there. Was
2: he it kind of
0: pops no. out at you a little bit? He's, he's like coming through the yeah. Cave I, I'm wall. trying to
1: remember well, when when did they? I I, I know it was I'm a couple so... years
0: ago. I need to go back and look. have yeah, I me mean, look this up. I
1: think it was. I <laughs> think it was. We had the new one. Yeah, it was the new one.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Because okay. that's when
2: the joke started. Of oh, look, they have a Yeti. That works.
0: <laughs> yeah. He looks um... good. He's got a good <laughs> facelift now. It was 2015. He does. 2015. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so we were there.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Um I will say for uh, speaking with Indiana Jones for an attraction that is now 21 years old, it is it has aged very well. Um the queue is just amazingly detailed. The the one of the best details that a lot of people don't notice. Um you hear this generator that's going on outside um uh, Uh, As you're entering the queue, Um, a lot of people don't realize um, when it's kind of like does that struggling and mind you, this generator isn't real. So just want to point that out. But when you get further into the queue and the lights are kind of like flickering and kind of like dimming, that's because of the generator outside. That's kind of like struggling and people when they realize that it's one of those details that you don't think about and that's how well it's it's done.
0: But, Attention to detail. Attention to story.
1: Yes. Um Did Joe Rohde do this one?
0: No, Tony no. Baxter yeah. did.
1: Um and just the ride, uh just the beginning part, because um now that they've added this digital projection on the uh on Mara, it looks absolutely beautiful. And how they select the three doors you know these the uh eternal youth there's the uh uh the riches and the one that you can see uh the future and you never know which one you're gonna get and people always think that oh my god is there like three different rooms and not realizing that spoiler alert, uh the doors are the, the part that's actually moving
0: it's a cool effect i I, I love that cool effect, effect too it's so simple but it's just yeah. it makes the story more interesting
2: there like an eeyore easter egg in there
1: there is an eeyore easter egg um so if you're in the area the queue area that has the the pre-show film if you just happen to ask a cast member and say hey can you show me where the the eeyore uh sign is um they'll, they'll point it out and the the references when the ride was being built it was actually built over the um eeyore parking lot so they actually save the sign, and it's up in a high shelf that's very dim,
0: like very dim. Like you literally,
2: dim. Have, to shine you a literally have to. You shine need a flashlight
0: to show you, yeah. or have a yeah. flashlight with you and know where it yeah. is. But yes. I, I don't know why you're taking a flashlight into Disneyland, but
1: <laughs> I like blinding people as you do.
0: <laughs> no, I agree. The story on Indiana Jones Adventure, the the use it's... of story on that ride, is just so awesome.
1: It is. And they they oh. tell
0: the story well. Yes um
1: that's a ride and i'll never forget because the first time i went on it i had uh, just a baseball cap on and sitting on the left side and there's there are some points where there's blast of air and i swear to you it almost blew my hat off and i had to grab it i'm like (laughs) holy crap but it is such a fun ride and it's a ride that i could do over and over again and
2: I think we we did it like three or four times when we were out there. Like I think so. we uh, we got fast passes for it, and then like when we were sitting outside of it actually, and someone handed us fast because th- I miss that about Fast Pass Plus is just the random acts of kindness of here you go.
1: You how, ma- how many in your party? Two. Okay, here's some fast pass. Yeah,
0: well, they can still theoretically <laughs> let you in on Magic Kingdom, right? They can they can still do that. It's not going to be I mean, quite the same, but they can definitely still give magical moments in Magic Kingdom for a Fast Pass.
2: Well, yeah, but I'm like talking about like random
0: acts of Christmas random
2: guess, like guess, you know, oh, like yeah. who? Oh, I have a Fast Pass for this. You're not going to give somebody your Magic Band <laughs>
1: or your ticket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. You know, you, you so might get a VIP like, ticket.
2: Yeah, I mean they have those, like the, they have those small, but it's not as obviously as. It's not as frequent as it used to be, you know. Like that's sometimes true. you would just be walking around and be like, "Here, you guys, do you guys gonna go on Soren? Oh yeah, we were planning on it. Oh well, here's two fast passes. They're for now, but we're leaving. You know, like that's
0: true. That guest, <laughs> I, I, I didn't even think that you were saying that, but that's true. The, yeah. the guest, you can't get that guest to guests. Yeah. Random it, kindness, that happened. Right. It happened
2: to us. It happened to us a bunch when we were in Disneyland. We got some for Hyperspace Mountain that way. We got some for Indiana Jones that way. You know, it was just it, and it's just like, oh, thank you. Like,
0: <laughs> when I was a cast member on the college program, I loved doing that because obviously, you know, we're there all the time. We can ride these attractions all the time, and I would occasionally yeah. just get fast passes, and then we'd be tired and we'd want to just go home. Yeah, and I'd find. two random guests if i had two fast passes for space mountain i mean the wait could be sometimes 80 minutes i'm like hey you guys want to i'd actually find two people that are getting in line in the back and just say you want to get on in like three minutes here take these i'm not gonna use them (laughs) (laughs) forget this line and then you get dirty looks from everyone else around you but
2: (laughs) it's like why didn't you pick me
0: (laughs) random act of kindness random act of kindness I have one more specific question before I wrap up, and I think that this is one of the aspects of Disneyland versus Magic Kingdom that as a whole makes them <clears throat> a little different and that's the lands and I, I, this is actually a two part question so which area first of all for when you enter the park, main street, which main street is better and the second piece of this is or which i should say which main street do you prefer and the second question also tied into lands is do you like Liberty Square or New Orleans Square? And we'll I think about say... it from a theming perspective, because I know that New Orleans Square has, well, actually, technically, they have very similar attractions. So we'll leave it at that.
2: I think for the Main Street, I like I liked Disneyland's better. Um, one of the things, uh, I think John put it up on YouTube, is me walking into the park for the first time and walking down Main Street and seeing tiny little sleeping beauty castle and her being so cute. <laughs> um but I loved I loved that Magic or Disneyland's Main Street actually has different stores throughout the whole thing. Like the entire you know, left side of the street isn't the emporium. Right. You know, there's like little different shops inside. The theater still shows movies, you know, like things like that. And the gas lights, you know, the fact that they still have gas lights there, That's you know, true. like it, it gives you that real hometown, early 1900s feel. And, and like uh, that was, we both cried walking down Main Street for the last time when we were about to leave we were both like tearing up. We're like, I don't want to go back to magic kingdom. <laughs> um, and I would definitely say new Orleans square over Liberty square. I feel like, I feel like Liberty square is like an afterthought. Like there's not a lot there and you kind of forget it's there. Even if you go there all the time, you're like, Oh yeah. I go to haunted mansion. That's Oh, that's right. That's in Liberty square, not fantasy land. You know, like it's not something that really sticks out, but new Orleans square does more. I like,
0: second your thoughts completely.
2: <laughs> like it was just, I I wish we had that here. And like, like you go through the little streets of New Orleans Square and you see the little shops and Blue Bayou is a fantastic restaurant, you know. And the we didn't get we didn't eat at the quick service, but everybody raves about that. Um, I think you ate at
0: the quick service when you were They have beignets. When yes. you were there. Yeah. Yes. They have Mickey beignets. Yeah. It's it's really good. I agree. It's really good. There. Um
1: I ate at uh, Cafe Orleans um, on my first trip out there, and that was actually the first time I had a Monte Cristo sandwich, and it was the best sandwich (laughs) I think I had ever been. And I found a place here in Florida that actually makes them just like uh, at Disneyland. Um, If you ever go to Cheddar's and order the Monte Cristo, I swear to you, it's just the same. It
2: still has never taken me to Cheddar's, by the way. Come on, John. Just saying.
0: Come on, John. (laughs) (laughs) I will make it (laughs) (laughs)
1: happen. Clearly not this marriage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So simple. um, Sacred to Cheddar's. (laughs) Yes,
1: exactly. But it uh, it was such a a fantastic uh, dining experience at at, uh, New Orleans Square.
0: Yeah, it's a cool place. And... I, like I said, I completely agree with Emory. I I also prefer the Disneyland version of Main Street. I I think it's hard to find someone who likes the Magic Kingdom version better, or at least a Disney fan, uh, because that's obviously where Walt walked, and it's a it's it's a very emotional place to be as compared to the, the Magic Kingdom version is emotional in its own way, but it's a different level of emotion with uh, Disneyland. The only thing I will say for Liberty Square that New Orleans Square does not have is Muppets. That's <laughs> that's.
2: Well, that's relatively new.
0: Yes. <laughs>
2: but that, the show is cute. The like, show's I, nice. I do like the show. It is adorable. It's it, like the only thing, like, it's a great little show, but it's one of those things. It's like, do I really want to stand here for 20 minutes where there's no shade? You know, and like the middle of the summer, it's just going to be like, it's no, hot. it's hot. Like, that's a good show for like February.
0: <laughs> John, do um, you agree? Disagree? I would No, I agree.
1: Uh, I'll actually uh, agree with both of you. Um, My favorite Main Street is Disneyland's. Um, I think after, in 2001, when Magic Kingdom's Main Street took away, uh, what was it, Uh, Center Street, West Street or Center Street, Uh, to expand the Emporium?
2: West Street, because Center Street's still there.
1: Okay, so West Street. Um, They they just there's no heart in their in their main street their Penny Arcade left back in 95 um the old cinema has been a cinema since the late 90s it's now it's been a shop for most of my adult life um and it, it, there's there's it's just commercialism galore where if you go out to Disneyland the cinema's still there the Penny Arcade's still there both Center and West Streets are still there. I, actually, cream. actually, the the West Street is a, um, it's a little like dining area. Yes, yeah,
2: for the ice cream place. It's a little season's eating for the ice cream place.
1: No, that's um, oh, geez, I don't have any... no, not the Carnation Cafe. The
2: Carnation Cafe. No, I'm saying like the, the ice cream place that's inside of the Emporium area. They have the little like ice cream sweet, Don't they have the little ice cream place? Am I thinking oh, that wrong?
0: They do have. Uh-huh. A, they do have a. They do have a. Yeah. The, the, the Gibson a Girl serve, yeah. ice cream parlor. Yeah, 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 yes.
2: So there's like little seating there, and
0: yeah.
1: that's
2: yeah. But then like, and then like, even in the Emporium part, see, and that's the thing. Like, the Emporium at Disneyland is that one little small building. I mean, not small, but the one little building, and the Emporium at Magic Kingdom is the entire
1: street. Up until Casey's up until Casey's. Corner.
2: And even like even like they, they have like the, the animatronics in there. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's really cool. Like they have the old the, the, end up in the
1: rafters, you know, like it, I, it really feels turn of the century. And even kinda, the
2: inside does still like it doesn't fe- like the one at Magic Kingdom feels just like I'm walking through a store. Yeah. In 2017, you know,
0: and I'm just going to say great moments with Mr. Lincoln is awesome. That's true. It's that's something that Disneyland has on Main Street. That's still it, very it's it's like a mini American adventure. <laughs> it
1: Yes, yes it is. Um Can
2: we just take out the Hall of Presidents and put that there, please.
0: Yes, I'm okay with
1: that. It. <laughs> it's the only Disney park that has an opera house. Little fact that you might not know.
0: That that is interesting. I don't think I really thought about that. <laughs> that's true though.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, but um yeah, yeah. go ahead.
0: No, I was gonna say. So I, I think we're all in agreement on on the lands for the most part. Uh, I, there's obviously other, other lands in there too, which I think we could probably go on for hours about talking about the differences between the two parks. But uh, I feel like I've I've uh, I should have been kept keeping score. I should actually like sit, tally up which which has more points, Disneyland or Magic Kingdom. But I think it's it still probably ends up being a toss up either way. But what do you? I mean, what are your th- final thoughts on uh, Disneyland versus Magic Kingdom? As a whole.
2: Well, I think for John and myself being as we live here, you know, we're and I work for the company. So I feel like, you know, Disney World in general, like it's fun and it's a great place to visit and I love it. But when you go to Disneyland, like John said earlier, it's like a hug. Like it's it's small, it's compact. You know, you can easily pop between Disneyland and California Adventure and Downtown Disney and not have to worry about moving a car and not have to worry about taking six modes of transportation to get there. Um, And, you know, that, and being as we live here and I work here, it's vacation out there. So it was more fun because it wasn't work. So it was like, everything was new and everything was new to me because it was the first time I'd been there. So my vote, I guess is, I think Disneyland is better.
0: That's fair.
1: Um, obviously to come, no surprise. Uh, Disneyland is something really special. I I used to be such a, uh, a big stickler for defending my home park because obviously it's the first park that I ever visited, but, To actually experience experience a new park when you're an adult um, is completely different. But I like. I think even if I was living in California, I would still love Disneyland. Disneyland is just, um, it's it's heaven. I mean, it's it's a, a magical place. It's not the you know, it's the happiest place on earth for a reason and there's just something that you can't it's i can't even it's something that you can't even put into words it's if you're a disney fan i feel like you need to you need to go out it's like disneyland is your mecca you know you need to you it's almost like a religious experience it's it's something really amazing where it it hits you in as Amory would say, in all the fields. And it's something that um, you, after you visit it, you want to return. And I'm, I'm, I would, I'm set. I've said, I'm lucky enough that I've had now visited this place three times. And I still get the same goosebumps. I still, it, my heart just opens up as I enter Disneyland.
0: I mean, Disneyland was a work of love. That was pretty much what it was, so you can yes. you can feel it there. And Magic Kingdom was meant to bring that feeling to Florida. So it was, I think that's why a lot of people feel that way. And it's also, and it, that was Walt's original, real theme park creation was Disneyland. And then, you know, it, Magic Kingdom was a, a little bit of Disneyland in Florida. It's it's pretty much what it was, so. I will say I'm 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 actually not going to take sides on this particular issue because I feel like there's there's pros and cons to both. Like everything, I I do I, for because being an East Coaster, I agree that going to Disneyland is a lot like a, a, a religious experience. It's going to Mecca. I'll, I'll agree with you with that. I mean, it's it's for a Disney fan, it's you have to go if you're a Disney fan. If you you know by any means you can get there you got to make it happen. It's an amazing place. It's hard to describe if you've only been to Magic Kingdom what Disneyland is like, but it's uh, it's a very moving place to be. And yeah. it's it feels very enchanting there. It feels it feels intimate, it feels enchanting, it feels and it's from a from a logistical perspective, I think it's amazing what they do with that space because it is so tiny and yet they fit so much in there and yet it feels yep. a lot bigger than it is. Because they they do a really great job uh, and Imagineering of uh, integrating everything into one park, but
2: well, that's and that's when like I now like the new job I have with with Disney is I work at the Disney Vacation Club, um, in their member services, and I was helping a member, and explaining Disneyland to her, and now I that I've actually been there, it's easy for me to like explain it, and she was like. She was trying to th- like, like whether she wanted to stay at Disneyland Hotel or whether she wanted to stay at Grand Californian, and she's like, "Well, what, what like what kind of transportation do they have there?" I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!"
0: <laughs> it's you <can>
2: like, walk. <laughs> it's yeah. I was like, "There's no real transportation because it's literally all within walking distance." And I explained to her, "I'm like, there's Disneyland, there's the Esplanade, there's California Adventure, downtown Disney, Grand Californian, Disneyland Hotel. It's all within this tiny, small, little space." <laughs> Don't
0: forget Paradise Pier.
2: Yeah. in Paradise Pier, you know, so it's, it's like, you know, the fact that I've been there and I could actually explain it and help, you know, it's like, it's, it's a great experience to have, have been there and, and help people who don't understand who have only been to Disney world, the differences, you know, that because it's one thing knowing it and one thing actually have been, been there to experience it.
0: Yep. I completely agree. It's, uh, it's worth experiencing wealth parks. And, uh, I mean, for any listeners at home, I'm sure there are people that are like shaking their fists in the air, at certain things that we said, like how dare you say that splash mountain is better than magic kingdom. Or the Disneyland version is better. But if you agree or disagree with us on anything, then definitely let us know, and reach out to us and uh, let us know what your thoughts are on Disneyland versus magic kingdom. And for John and Amory, uh i want to thank you guys again where can listeners go to learn more about central florida sights and sounds and i listen to your podcast and i know you have this down pat so you can say
2: it from memory
1: So you can, uh, you can visit the site at cfsas.com. That's cfsas.com. So central Florida sites and sounds all abbreviated. Um, there has all the links to the podcast, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook you name it. Everything's all right there. Um, heck you can even contact, uh, contact us, uh, right from that page. So it, it's a, pretty basic page you know we're, we're not one of those people that do, does news i think there's enough and i think you'll agree matt there's enough sites out there that do news i'm like i don't want to do that anymore i just want to you know bring the the disney or the theme park experience um to people and and just have a bit of
0: fun doing it and talk
2: about
0: the other place too you too. yeah it's it goes i know you i've, I've heard the last <laughs> podcast episode i told uh as i, I before we started uh was uh amory going on uh spider-man and universal to celebrate guardians of the galaxy opening <laughs> california adventure this it, is
2: what happens when amory hijacks the podcast by the way
0: <laughs> if any of you are confused by that just listen <laughs> it's 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 a fun episode to say the least <laughs> um, no, but you guys have an amazing podcast and I, I feel like because living up here in New York. I don't, obviously I'm not as close to the magic anymore, but it gives me, it feels like I'm there and you guys have great, uh, recordings. You take, you know, it's, it's taking, taking the listener along with you on all of your adventures. So it's, it's bringing a little piece of central Florida to wherever everybody else is, including myself up here. So. Thank you both very much for uh, for coming onto our show, and I think you'll agree we definitely need to have you back again for another uh, another discussion. Absolutely, I'll be definitely looking forward to towards that. <laughs> Sounds good. You both have a, a great rest of your day. You too. You too. Have a good one. Take care. And with that, we close out episode number two of the Imagineer podcast. Not too surprised that we were going back and forth between which park was better, Disneyland or Magic Kingdom. And there are, as we said, many pros and cons to each. And I think if you tally it up at the end of the day, there were probably some more points for Disneyland, but not too surprising coming from some avid Disney fans. But I want to know from you as well, which park do you think is better between Magic Kingdom and Disneyland? And if you can't decide on a particular park, just let us know which attractions you love the most in each park, what you love the most about each park, and what you see as being the differences, right? I mean, what's better about Disneyland Park? What's better about Magic Kingdom? You can reach out to us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast or on Twitter at twitter.com slash Audio. the Twitter handles are unfortunately a little too short for us to fit Imagineer Podcast, so you can reach out again at twitter.com slash imagineer audio or potentially even send us an email. You can email us at imagineerpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you are enjoying the show so far, please remember to subscribe whether you are listening in iTunes, in Google Play, in Podbean wherever you're listening, be sure to subscribe and please do leave us a rating and a comment in the iTunes store. I know we're still pretty young only at our second episode, but would love to see what you thought about this episode and what other episodes you would like to see in the future. And of course, share out the podcast with your friends would love to continue spreading the love with imagine your podcast. So be sure to share it out as well. And as I mentioned, we want to hear from you the listener let us know where are you listening and what would you like to hear on this show in a future episode again you can reach out to us and let us know on facebook or twitter or through gmail whatever works best for you and i want to thank you all so much for listening as i said in the first episode i have had a passion for disney and a passion for imagineering since i was a little kid since my probably since my first trip to walt disney world when i was four months old And just having the opportunity to share this with all of you really means the world to me. And I thank you so much for allowing me to take a little bit of time out of your day to talk about Disney. And I hope that you have been enjoying it as well. I hope you have an amazing day wherever you are listening. And remember that if you can dream it, you can do it.